Here we go. We jumped out a window. No, it's the quiet. Shh, we jumped out a window. Hairy baby. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister, Christian Allgaier. And we're here to talk all things Disney from the theme parks, the video games, the movies, TV shows, uh, anything Disney we will talk about it, uh, including the Lego sets as we will talk about today. Um, But yes, we are uh, here. It's recording on March 24th and uh, you just took a trip there on Friday, right? You went uh, yeah. up to Disney for for you up to Disney. Um, yeah, and, and we still stay down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just give us a little bit of rundown of of your trip there on Friday. So we got to Animal Kingdom around ten o'clock. Uh, the goal of this thing was well, the kids are on spring break, so my goal was to go and meet some of the characters that we haven't seen. We haven't been to Animal Kingdom, I don't think, since we were there with you. Wow. And Mom and Dad. September of 17. Yeah. I don't think we've been to Animal Kingdom since then. Um, and then we wanted to see the di- uh, Donald's Dino Bash, the characters that are over there for that. Um, some, uh, You know, just do some other stuff, let them do Expedition Everest, stuff like that. And then the goal was to head over to Magic Kingdom. We wanted to do the pirate treasure thing. I really wanted to see the parade too, but we ended up getting back there a little after that. So we went, um, we started out, well, gosh, yeah, we got there. First of all, the line was crazy to get in with your car just to the parking lot for Mm. Animal Kingdom. I mean, it was backed up way down the road. We were in miles and miles of traffic. And... Once we got in, it was like ten fifteen, I think. So the park had been open for an hour and 15 minutes. I mean, we weren't even looking to do Pandora anyway, but those lines were, of course, already crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the safari was already at like a 75, 80-minute wait or something. Wow. Um, originally, our goal was to try and get there for 9 when they opened. But then I ended up waking up and making Mickey waffles, and then we just, we ended up leaving here at like 7.30. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, we did, it's tough to be a bug. The kids had never done that before, and Zach had never done it before, apparently. How did you handle it? I know, because I didn't like it before. <laughs> I was fine, but you know what? All three of them didn't like it. So, really? I don't think we'll be doing that again. Good. But they were excited about it because we got to walk up so close. Zach had never really been that close to the tree. I didn't realize that we'd never done that before. So they liked seeing all the animal carvings in the tree Mm -hmm. and walking through that, sitting in there, stuff like that. They didn't like the stink bug part, and they didn't like the little, like, buzzes, you know, when they sting or whatever. Um, However... I thought it was funny when they said, you know, please stay seated until all the beetles and whatever leave, and then you can feel them, like, walking under you. Yeah, yeah. Under your butt or whatever. Um, But Lucas said... Hopper was going to... 
he thought that it was like a character walking around. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he thought it was going to come down and walk around. Um, but yeah, I asked Nathan when we got out of there, well, how, what'd you think of that? And he said, it's scary. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I didn't like it either before. So, um, we did that. I'm like, you know, though it's funny because as many times as we've gone, we still did a couple new things that they've never done before. So, um, after that, we headed right to Expedition Everest, and um, Zach, his friend, and Lucas did the single rider line. It didn't take long at all. It's definitely the way to go if you don't have a fast pass for that ride. Yep. Yep. Um, I want to say it took them maybe 20 minutes, something like that. It was it was really quick. So while they did that, me and Nathan walked over to the ice cream truck thing and got a cone to share. It really is the best soft serve. Isn't it? That vanilla yeah, is so really good. Is. Well, see, we had chocolate. I let Nathan uh, pick. Well, that vanilla But I really didn't get much of it because he wanted it. So yeah. uh, he wasn't ready to share. And then... Uh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, we walked around like the little stores. Nathan really liked all the Yeti merchandise that's out there. Mm-hmm. And we saw Zach on the ride, but we didn't see Lucas like coming down mm-hmm. and uh after that we went and did the up a uh, great bird adventure now actually i don't think i've ever seen the show that was before it and if i did i don't remember it however i could see why people think that it's definitely better without the characters and we're sad to see that they put up in it you know what i mean because I feel like it was the perfect place for them to really, like, talk to you about the birds. And you want to really see, like, a bird show, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And you just weren't getting that. I mean, you had some things. But overall, <clears throat> it was more of them talking with the characters and, like, a little bit of the bird stuff thrown in. Yeah, that so, kind of fits in with what we were talking about last week. Uh, if, if people didn't listen to last week about uh ips um you know intellectual properties with them going too much into those and not original stuff uh you know they removed an original show and just kind of forced up characters into this um bird show right and it just i don't know it just felt forced you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it didn't feel like it was a natural part of part of the whole thing it just i don't know it was just strange to me um so, I think I would have liked it better had it just been all about, you know, the birds and seeing their different things. Like, there was really only one bird that they really did some, like, different neat, I don't want to say tricks. Mm-hmm. Well, they did something with the parrot, too, but I don't know. It just felt like there could have been more. So, we did that. Uh, then we headed over to Dino Land and... Uh, they played in the Dino Land play thing for a little while, and then me and Lucas walked around the store over there. And then we noticed that, like, all the characters were pretty short weights. And that was the goal of my whole point of going over there, was to see Scrooge and Launchpad McQuack. Mm-hmm. And it was a bonus to see Chip and Dale and their dinosaur things, but that wasn't, like, a, yeah. a necessity. Um, but... I don't know if it's just people don't know those characters, but Launchpad and Scrooge had, like, very little weights. I mean, maybe five people in front of us. And even when we were getting done with Launchpad, there was maybe only two people still behind us. 
I, I could see but, that with Launchpad, but I mean, with like Scrooge, Scrooge he's know. been around forever. And also, you have the. I mean, both of these are in the revival of DuckTales, which has been popular. I'm just surprised right. it isn't as popular. So, the only other thing I can say is, like, Donald had a long line, like I told you. He's primarily, like, right there, though. Like, you can't miss him. You know what I mean? Um, you can miss him. Was... You can mi- Oh, no, I know what you're talking Donald is now in across the street from the, um... Do- like, the entrance, the big entrance to right, the Chester right. and Hester. Before, Donald used to be on that that trail there's a trail okay, so where i guess that who's that now is where chip and dale are back there like okay. back in the back of the trail um that was the longest one we stood in though daisy was like if you were to go like directly behind where donald is now mm-hmm. she's like back there on that part of the trail you know well that's where donald used to be yeah okay and then uh okay so like if you come because i would Pluto was back behind the store. Like, there was pretty much nobody back there. That's weird. It was very weird. So, I spotted him first, other than Donald. And so, I was like, oh, let's go see if Nathan wants to go do that, because that's very little weight, and he likes meeting the characters. But then, as we came out of the dino place area, I spotted Scrooge. Mm Mm-hmm. He was kind of like across there, but... He's, he's across from the uh, crocodile. Um, so he's by yes, Restaurantosaurus. Yes. Um, there's yes. a little... Um, little. It, it used to be where the Wilderness Explorer thing was, right? So there's this little uh, square uh, box almost. It's hard mm-hmm. to describe, but across from the crocodile. So if you come into Dino Land from the main entrance and you go underneath the big bridge... Uh, and from take a right, from right? the dug yeah from the digging stuff you make a right and start heading towards Restaurantosaurus on your right will be Scrooge, and then if you kind of follow that around to the left, Launchpad will be on your right. Right. Um, so if you're not that hidden, because if you're they're not Restaurantosaurus, no. you're gonna see them. Exactly. But I don't know. But I mean, I'm I'm not complaining. It was awesome that. We didn't have a long wait because actually I was thinking, oh, this might be a long wait and I might have to be like talking them into it. Because then I'm standing in line for Scrooge. I'm like, Zach, I'm totally getting this picture. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then once we got to Launchpad, that's when Zach was like, oh, we should get a picture with him because he's a pilot, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so yeah, I'm that's like, okay, true. I'll that's let cool. The kids and then I'll let I didn't go. even think of that. Well, hopefully Zach's a better pilot than Launchpad. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, would you say you didn't even think of that? No, like I didn't him? even think about that with because like him and his friend, right, got pictures yeah. of them, and I was just like, okay, they're just getting their own separate picture because they're hanging out together or whatever. But I didn't even think no, about no. it because of the pilot, right? Yeah, that's why. That's cool. So uh, it was so funny. He was so proud of himself that he came up with that idea. He's like, I can't believe I'm the first one that thought of this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can't either. But um, so they did that, and he was really funny. Scrooge was pretty good too. He made some kind of thing about who we had signed the book. I can't remember who it was now, though. Um, and then Launchpad, I had a video that I posted on our Instagram stories, which I'll make sure is in our little, uh, like, how you can recap it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
of him trying to it was basically him versus scrooge because they had just taken a break and come back yeah so then they were trying to like see whose like crowd was louder you know so yeah, yeah. that was cute um and then he kept playing with the pens with the boys and he would like put the pen right up to their nose and then when he made Nathan go cross-eyed, he, like, made a comment about it and laughed, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it was funny. Um, and then he pretended to be Pluto when he saw that we had Pluto in there. Uh, but, yeah, just, I don't, I, I have a tough time with it because, like, I know that if I'm standing in a really long line, I hate when people take forever with the characters, you know? But you could definitely tell that they weren't having, like, super long lines, so they were being a little more interactive, you know? But you weren't feeling, like, pushed along, but they weren't mm-hmm. drawing it out super long either, you know? So it was yeah. kind of like a, a good in-between. Hey, uh, well, it, I think it's a little different when the uh, character is the one instigating the... Interaction. Interaction than when the it seems like some of the people in line are... Are trying almost, to carry it on. Yeah, making it seem like too long. Yeah, because so the character should know. The character too. should know kind of the pace of the meet and greet. I think. Right. Um, but Chip and Dale were good too. They were balance. Um, one of them was balancing their autograph book on their nose and playing with knock Nathan's hat off of his head and stuff. So. That was good, and it didn't take very long. At that point, I mean, we spent four hours in the park, but, I mean, when I run through all that, I feel like, whoa, that couldn't have been four hours, but it was. And so then at that point, we decided to go off property to eat lunch. Four hours? Hold on. You know, that's, uh, I spent half of that time in line for Pandora. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, so then we went off property for lunch, and then headed over to magic kingdom and we got there i guess about three well by the time we probably got in the park it was at least 3 45 probably so then we stayed there until 10 o'clock at night hmm. now that was where we really got some luck so when we first started out mind you at this point we had three fast passes but zach's friend had just bought his <laughs> annual pass that day so he didn't get any of those you know he just bought it yeah well he had ordered it online like the night before and just had to go get like his stuff for it yeah his actual card or whatever so um anyway we tried adding him to our fast passes that wasn't working and then we walked over to pirates of the caribbean which we didn't have one for anyway it was a 60 minute wait by the time we got there everything was a long wait so at that point i was kind of like i don't know what we're going to end up doing right but in a sense it kind of ended up being better because it it, it just worked out we did way more than i thought we were going to be able to do mm-hmm. so lucas had been asking to do the treasure thing over at Adventureland. So basically, if you go past almost all the way through Adventureland to where you're at Frontierland, there's like a little shed on the left hand side, and it it's says by Golden Oak oh, Outpost. What? It's by the outpost. Yeah. Um, it's called like a pirate's a pirate adventure. Mm, um, so that was the first time we've ever done that. You go in, you scan your fast pass to it, you. It assigns you a map. There's five different maps that you could possibly have. Um, It gives you the map, and then it tells you which spot on the map to start at. 
So the funny thing about this one is the first spot that it told us was the first one on the map, okay? So I thought from there, I was kind of underestimating the game, I guess. So we went over to it. We tapped. Then you're supposed to, like, tap your um, magic band to the emblem Uh of it. So this one was a bullseye. And it was over, like, past Jungle Cruise, in between Jungle Cruise and Swiss Family Robinson. So we, like, tap it. Nothing happens. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't work. You know, let's just go on to the next one. Well, at this point, I'm thinking that we're just working left like left to right all the way down the treasure map and mm-hmm. that's just the direction of us going not the case so we go to the second one we see that somebody's there and we see that like something's actually happening and it's talking to you and i'm like oh i'm not so sure that the first one registered you know our magic band so then we try to do the second one nothing happens we walk to the third one we get to the third one and it's like this isn't what you're looking for you're looking for the bullseye and i'm like that's the first one we went to so i'm like okay must not have worked then at that point we realized that once you tap your magic band but it's not even a tap you really have to hold it there for a bit like a good 10 seconds for it to register it seems mm-hmm. some were faster but some of them were a little slower we did that then you realize that it's talking to you and it tells you which symbol to go to next on your map so you're not necessarily following the map the whole way down you're just bouncing back and forth between the ones that it's telling you to go to um so then it started working and stuff pops out of the water and spots treasure chests opened like a lot of stuff happens so that's cool and it gives you something to see and you have to really listen and follow along so there's about five stops i think on each um map and then you take it back to the little hut i guess shed whatever you want to call it And they ask you, like, okay, and you're like, this is the first one that I did. And then you get a little card that has the treasure that you were looking for, you know, on it. So each of the kids got one of those. And then you can scan your thing again. It tells you another map to try. And then you follow that one. So after you complete two maps, you get free fast passes for your whole party to Pirates of the Caribbean. So worked out well for us because... We took, essentially, we took an hour. It wouldn't have taken that long if we would have known what we were doing from the beginning. But it took us about an hour, but that was a much better way to pass an hour of time. Than and standing in line. Standing in line, yeah. And the kids totally loved it. They each got a card the second time then, and we definitely plan to go back and do the do the rest. Now, my only thing is, is I don't know. Like, if we do it again, does it start us back at the beginning and act like we've only done one? <clears throat> you might want to ask... Um... The, the workers there, they might be able to change what map you get. Okay. Um, you might be able to tell them that you've done these two maps. Um, okay, yeah. Because, um, so that's how you can do, uh, you know, you were talking to me about maybe trying the Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom thing. Yeah. Uh, that's really fun, too. I played it a lot during my programs because, look, when you go to the park so many times, right, and then if it's busy, too, you're not going to want to... Yeah. Stand in lines. This gives you something else to do, and you get, um, you get like a new pack of cards every like day at at the Sorcerer's Magic Kingdom thing. Um, so you go to the fire station, you know, in um, uh, on Main Street, um, mm-hmm. and maybe they still have the one open behind the Christmas tree shop. I'm not sure if they do. Uh, that's another place where you can get stuff, um, where they set you up with a map and 
you know, a set of cards, and it registers, you know, what, you know, like, you have to touch, like, you get a card with a key on it, right? And you have to uh, push that, uh, or they might put it on your band now, too, I'm not sure, because I started doing this, like, probably oh, right before or right that. after Magic Bands. Um, so then you can go to, like, there's, like, a little lock at each, um, or a keyhole at each um, station, and you, you know, kind of hold it up to it, and then... Um, from there, you're like, you know, you're like facing, it's almost, you're using magic, obviously, and each card is a certain spell, and when you hold it up, it sees which card it is, and it does that spell on the, um, on there, you know, so, um, yeah. so it's pretty cool. I have a bunch of those cards, I think I have almost all of them, except for the new ones they always release during the holiday parties, so they always have an exclusive oh, okay. card you know, like during the holiday parties. Well, and that's what I was going to say. So now that we've done that, we're like, we definitely want to, I've always wanted to do the wilderness explorers thing with the boys too. Um, so I'll probably make a point to do that. But like you said, it, it was, it worked out so well because it gave us something to do. It was fun. The kids enjoyed it and it's something else different, but also when every line is so crazy and you just, you know, you still want to be there, but like, there's only so much just walking around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it was, it was good. We would definitely, you know, like I said, we'll do it again. I mean, I'm wondering though, if you complete all five at the same, in one time, like what, what's your big thing that you get then? If you get a fast pass after two, I feel like they should give you something after all five. They may not give you anything. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I didn't really get anything for beating the Sorcerer Magic Kingdom or anything. Um, so, but yeah, you should definitely do that. That takes a lot longer because uh, you can pretty much do that around the whole park. I think it's like Fantasyland, Liberty Square, uh, Frontierland, and Adventureland. Um, there's none in Tomorrowland. Oh, and there's some in Main Street too. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's definitely a bigger one. Um, yeah, because this one just pertains to Adventureland, right. which was good to start <laughs> off that way, you know. Right. And then try to do the other bigger ones to get a feel for how they would do and like it and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so that was definitely good. Then we did fast pass for jungle cruise. Um, what did we do after that? I'm trying to think of what else we did. Jungle cruise. Then I think we walked over to Gaston's and we got LeFou's brew. I think that's what it was. Cool. I still never had that. Oh, it's so good. Like, it just reminded me how good it was again, because we hadn't had it in a while. And Zach, it came to Zach's mind, and he was like, hey, we should go get that drink. So... Don't you just love when you live, because, I mean, obviously, you guys have only lived down there for about th almost three years, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And I feel like this is probably the most times you've went in close succession. Yeah. Um... You know, not not just this year. I mean, I mean, like just being able to go this many times in three years, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and I lived there for you know ten months, not in a row, but five months at one point, five months at another point. Um, but isn't it nice just being able to go there and like not have to stress about like, okay, we got to get this ride done, we got to yes. get this ride done. You're able to like, look, I'm gonna just sit here and do my Sorcerer's Magic Kingdom. Or, hey, you know what? Let's just stop and get a LeFou's brew, right? You don't have to worry about, like, 
oh, but we have to do this and we have to do that. Like, the worst part about my trip this time was having to wait two times in a row, two days in a row, like two hours. For long lines. For long lines because I needed to try out something I hadn't done before or Joy needed to, you know, try something she hasn't done before. When, like, I I would have probably felt like I had wasted a day if I did my Sorcerers and Magic Kingdoms, you know, because it's like... Right, I right. got, like, I'm only here for th- four days. I was only there for four days in the park, you know? Um, but now when I lived point. there, it was just like, when I lived there, the one day I took a map of Epcot, right? And I was like, I had, like, a goal to meet every character in the parks. And I did. Like, every character that has, like, a set meet and greet. Right. I met. But the one day I just took a map of Epcot the night before, and I said, well, I'm off tomorrow, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go... And I had the times guide too, you know, so it'd say like Snow White is out in Germany until, you know, like from 11 to 11.45, you know. So I was like, okay, so I'll, I'll hit her up first, right? And then yeah. I'll go hit this person up. And I had it worked out where then by like 3 o'clock, I was done all of the showcase characters, you know. And I, then I was able to do whatever I wanted to. But it was just nice, you know, not having to worry about like, we got to go here, we got to go there. So I'm sure, yeah. especially with kids, I'm sure that's probably good. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely are like, you know, by the time we were getting ready to leave Animal Kingdom, I was like, I want to do a ride. I mean, especially Nathan, because he didn't do Ex- Expedition Everest. Uh, <clears throat> we were going to do the Triceratops spin, because every time I checked it, it would say like five or ten minutes. It was down. But apparently it wasn't updated enough, because uh-huh. when we walked over there, it was a 30-minute wait. And I knew that I had Dumbo Fast Passes, so I was like, listen, bud, once we go to Magic Kingdom, then we can do our, you know, Dumbo Fast Passes. It's the same ride. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But everybody was hungry at that point, so I was like, can we just skip and go? So that's what we did. And then, um, yeah, but you're right, and it it made it much more enjoyable. and And although we may not have done, like, I don't know. I felt like we did a lot of stuff, but didn't feel like it was super jam-packed. We definitely had our time to just chill out. Like, we took our time when we went out for lunch, and... Where'd you go? Huh? Where'd you go? Four Rivers Smokehouse. Where's that at? So, it's like... I think it was like 11 miles away or something. It's like 22 minutes to get there. Oh, what made you Um, choose there? Oh, because we've been there like twice, and it's super good. okay. But we haven't been to that location. So Zach thought about it because I guess earlier I had mentioned trying Yak and Yeti or Flame Tree Barbecue. And then he just thought about it. He's like, hey, I bet you we could find that and it's not that far. We should do that. Was that the one by the Target? Didn't we see one over there? There is. There's Well, there's one by a Super Target. It's It's like in that new section, but I don't think we passed it with you. But it's in a newer section, and they have, like, Books a Million, Rooms to Go, McDonald's, Panda Express, huh. um, Four Rivers. There's tons of stuff on that road. Hmm. I have to find out where it is. Um, but it didn't take long, and it wasn't crazy busy. And the roads that we had to take to get there were really simple. Like, it was really easy Cool. getting there. So we went there. So not that it's Disney-related, but... For those people that are ever in town and you have a car, it's a definite must-have because it's super good. Um, so we went there, but yeah, like I said, we took our time. When we got our LeFou's brew, we took our time. We sat down 
inside of there and kind of like just chit chatted and drank our drinks and chilled, you know. Um, and then from that point, we went, oh, we stood in line for Ariel. Mm. So then we did Dumbbell. Then we hopped over to People Mover because we had a Buzz Lightyear Fast Pass, but that <laughs> wasn't for a while. Then we got stuck on People Mover for like 30, <laughs> 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Um, and we literally had pretty much just left and like turned the corner around the thing. And then like we sat for about 15 minutes. Then we slowly moved a little bit further up and stopped again. And then I think we moved one more time and stopped again. And we sat there for a while and we kept seeing people run back and forth like workers. They would yeah. just keep saying one more minute, one more minute. Like, I don't know why they haven't just gotten us off at this point, you know? Right. And so I think it was about 30 minutes total. And then we they finally unloaded everybody off of there. And it was like one big trail. Like we started it and like people would just start gathering behind us. And then we, like, led a line. And we took the stairway down by Space Mountain. And when we were down there, they uploaded our um, magic bands and passes with a free multi-experience fast pass. So then the guys got to use that for Space Mountain. So it worked out because they wouldn't have gotten that (laughs) anyway. The line was, like, a two-hour wait all the whole time we were there. So... They did that. Me and Nathan walked over. We were going to use our pass to meet Mickey and Minnie because I really wanted to see them in their, like, birthday thing. That was another thing on my list to do. And they were like, oh, this is the other thing that you can't use it for. Because when they told us, they were like, oh, you can't use it for Peter Pan or Seven Dwarfs. And there's one more thing that I can't remember. It's strange it would be the meet and greet. It's really strange. What, that it would be that? Yeah, that you can't use it for. Well, the only thing I can think is because when we got there, it was an hour wait for Mickey and Minnie. That's crazy. And it was like a 20-minute wait for Tinkerbell. So then I asked Nathan, all right, we can see Tinkerbell or we can find something else. But at the same time, we were on limited time because then we had our Buzz Lightyear Fast Pass. And they were already in line for theirs, you know? Right. So we did Tinkerbell, which actually was cute. I don't know if you've been in that thing, have, but it's a yeah. really cute queue and everything. Um, and then, oh, the lady when I was talk when I was trying to do that though, she was like, "Listen, if you're not going to watch the fireworks, come back during the fireworks. There's never any line." And let me tell you all, that is so so true. We got to meet Mickey and Minnie faster during the fireworks than we did while using Fast Pass for Tinkerbell. Wow. It was crazy. So, um, and it was really worth it. They were, you know, like playing around and stuff too. And, um, so we did that after we did our, me and him left there, met up with them. We did Buzz Lightyear and then we hauled butt back over to Mickey and Minnie and then left. And the other thing I can say is use the ferry boat, use the ferry boat every time you're leaving there. And it's a madhouse. The ferry goes so much quicker than the monorail, I feel. Hmm. Like, when it's, like, the end of the night and every single person is, you know, trying to get out at the same time, we didn't have to wait long at all. We were pretty much walking through the line pretty consistently. We stood for a little bit of time, but that was it. The monorail looks like a madhouse every time, and it just doesn't seem to move as fast, or I I can't imagine it holds as many people as the ferry boat. No, it wouldn't. It would probably yeah. come more frequently, though. Yeah, but we um, 
we definitely, I mean, it didn't take us as long because <laughs> then I was kind of nervous that it was going to take us an hour just to, you know, get, get out, out of there. the park, but it wasn't too bad. So that was our day. Nice. Um, so I guess we'll get, uh, get going to the, uh, news here. So last year or so we covered a fan designed Lego set theme to Steamboat Willie, right? Uh, it was, uh, on that Lego ideas program. I think we even, you know, talked about, you know, like make sure you go vote that this thing gets made. Um, it is been approved and it'll be hitting stores April 1st. Um, so, uh, you can check out a video of it, uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's Steamboat Willie set 21317, and it just looks so nice, I'm gonna have to probably go get this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does look good. But yeah, so I just wanted to quickly say that before we get to some park stuff, cause that, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, uh, a little bit of, uh, some, near, um... Well, I was gonna say, along with that, is they're re- they're releasing like a um, those mini figures. Yes, the the mini figures. Um, but those say I think they're only online May first, so may, I guess they're later than the yes. Steamboat Willie. Mm-hmm. But there's 18 of them, and it says Uncle Scrooge, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Chip and Dale, Princess Jasmine, Jafar, Hercules. Um, a couple people from Incredibles and Nightmare Before Christmas and Frozen. They look cute, though. Especially Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So, starting March 31st, Dinosaur will be closing an hour earlier than the park. Why? Um, so, it, I don't know. Right now, it runs until a half hour before park close. Um, and then it usually opened 30 minutes after park opening. So it's going to keep the same amount of, um, hours for the ride. Um, uh-huh. it's just going to be now that instead of, um, instead of opening 30 minutes late, it's going to open with the park and then just close an hour earlier. I'm guessing cause it's near the very back of the park to try to push guests up closer to the front. Um, uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch at Disney's Animal Kingdom is supposedly set to reopen this summer. Um, uh, let's see. That's really all we have. It temporarily closed on October 20th last year. And it's set to open again in the summer. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh a new film is coming to the Land Pavilion at Epcot. Um, it is called Awesome Planet. Uh, it's an on-screen exploration of the realm we call home. Um, it's going to be going into the Harvest Theater, which used to have Circle of Life and Environmental Fable, which closed last February. I was wondering what else was going to go in there. I just read about that, too. No opening date so far, but that's what's going to be replacing it. Oh, man, you know what some really big news is? We got some new parking signs at Hollywood Studios. (laughs) 
some parking signs? New parking signs, yes. Um, they have a uh, some new lots. So they have, you know, before they used to have, like, um, stage, sound, and film, and TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're now just named after characters. Uh, so Minnie is the, what was formerly known as Stage. Um, and it's Minnie from her new Mickey Mouse shorts look. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Jesse is from Toy Story is uh, what is now formerly music. Uh, Mickey is what was formerly known as television. It's his new Mickey Mouse look. Buzz is formerly film. Olaf is the cast member lot. And BB-8 is the flex lot, which is cast member and overflow parking. So it kind of hits all the... Olaf's the only one that really stands out is there's not really much Frozen stuff. I mean, I guess the stage show that they have there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And they have the character meet and greet there. Mm, Yeah. Everything else kind of has to do with, you know, you got Toy Story, Star Wars, and um, Mickey and Minnie from the Runaway Rail. Okay, uh, there's uh, there's going to be a cool little, um, Entertainment Weekly had a little uh, segment about a, uh, when you arrive into Batu in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, your Disney Parks, uh, Play Disney Parks app will transform into your galactic data pad designed to guide you deeper and deeper into a galaxy far, far away. Um, so it's going to have where you can hack, scan, translate, or tune uh, some of the stuff in the park. Um, I don't really know what you'll be able to do with it, but here's some things. You can translate galactic languages, both written and spoken, so it can translate what's being said or written down for you. Uh, discover precious cargo and digital goods as you scan objects all around the spaceport, including items hitting inside space shipping crates and containers. Let you tune in into communication sent by the planet's many residents to uncover stories and secrets throughout the land and unscramble, unscramble trans- And you can use the Play Disney Parks app to hack into the land's many devices, control panels, and droids. Uh, As the app guides you along, you will have the chance to pledge your loyalty to the First Order, support the Resistance, or strike out uh, on your own as a scoundrel. And with each job you will complete, you'll receive digital rewards like ship schematics, star maps, galactic credits, and more. Uh, so that sounds like it's going to be kind of like, uh, I, I guess kind of like a mix of, you know, they've been using those play apps and stuff, but also you're going to have, um, kind of sounds like kind of a mix of what you were talking about in the, in the sorcerer cards and the, and the thing, you know, if you can, um, and the pirate treasure thing, you know, where you can kind of find some stuff and, um, also like pledge your loyalty to certain factions is pretty cool. All right, and then Walt Disney World. Uh, this means a lot to us, but not to some people. Um, so they're going to be removing those personalized hexagonal bricks 
near the Magic Kingdom Park and uh, Transportation and Ticket Center. Uh, they'll be removed in future phases. But uh, our family actually has one of these. Um, so that Over be, by the Polynesian. Yeah, over by the Polynesian. So sadly, that's going to be... Uh, going to be going. Uh, part, apparently, the bricks, which were part of Disney's walk around the world, were committed to be on display until 2011. So I guess... Even after, you know, you pay for them, they were only contracted to be there until 2011. Hmm. And when did they start doing those? Does it say that? Um, it says, uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, I was just curious. Um, now you can't take these home with you because they're not designed to be removed. So they're going to get, uh... You know, they're going to get cracked. That's the only way for them to bring them out. You can get a souvenir version of oh. it, though, is what it is. So, a 6-inch brick, $30. 8-inch brick, $50. That's not that bad. Then. You can get an ornament for 25 as well. Oh, now that's a cute idea. Yeah. Hmm. Should tell Mom that. They're available to any guest, too, not just those who uh, sponsored a brick. Oh. You can just buy yeah, you know, one. I wanted to buy a brick with our names on it like the four so, of us yeah, but... you could there you go and it would just be you can get no, it I sent can't. to you be an ornament yeah but nobody will know i'd be like yeah we had this there yeah <laughs> and uh the last bit of news i have is movie related so i think you had something about the parks right Okay, so in Disneyland on Saturday, April 27th, they're having a Disney Channel Fan Fest. Guests will have a chance to encounter favorite Disney Channel stars, including Dove Cameron, Sophia Carson, Meg Donnelly, and Raven Simone. It says um, it includes main stage sessions, question and answers, presentations by talent and creators from them, uh, musical performances, sneak peeks from the highly anticipated Disney Channel movie Descendants 3, meets and greets with some of the biggest stars. Um, it also says, so it tells you what shows the people are from. Mm-hmm. Descendants 3, Zombies, Kim Possible, Andy Mack, Raven's Home, Sydney to the Max, Coop and Cammy Ask the World, Bunked, Bizarre Vark, Just Roll With It. Um, a live musical performance from select Disney Channel stars will kick off Disney Channel Voices, a new initiative to showcase diverse music and give multi-talented young stars a platform to express themselves. Uh, it starts at 11 a.m., it looks like. And then they have a couple different sessions each hour of the day with the different cast from different shows. Um, let's see. Celebrity meet and greet experiences will be available for fans with wristband distribution at park opening hour on a first come first serve basis. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, theme park admission for Disney's California Adventure is required, so that's where it is. Um, but I just wish we would have some of these different fun things over here. We get like the same old, same old stuff, and then well, you're not getting any. They just had like the '90s night. Like, yeah, but you're not on. you're not getting any of those uh, ones with the celebrities over here because they they already live in LA. It's yeah, an yeah, easy trip for them. But the '90s night thing that looked cool. It was like all the different yeah. older cartoon stuff. I mean, the other thing that I was bummed about is 
when we got there, because my other goal was to see the other special characters that are at Magic Kingdom, and guess what? This week, they're done at 2.30. Wow. They were only out from like 10.30 or 11 to 2.30. Like, what? So, that was a bit of a bummer. Plus, it said like Mary Poppins was only out until 2. I'm like, why are we on such a limitation here? Right. Um, And then the other thing I had was... Now I have it. Oh, here we go. Um... So the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend is October 31st to November 3rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, registration opened March 19th, starting at 10 a.m. And I guess the new thing is the 5K. I don't know. I guess they didn't have one for the Wine and Dine before. But you'll receive a shirt just like you do for the other ones, the 10K, the Half, and the Challenge Runners. And it's called the Fall Feast 5K. That was really it. I mean, it goes on to say about more, but I just figured that was the only thing they're really adding on. Of course, they'll have rare characters, just as always, but also this is the 10th anniversary of this run this year. Hmm. um, All right. Well, we got some movie news here, uh, some casting for Toy Story 4. We got Keanu Reeves. Christina Hendricks and Allie Mackey are going to be voicing some characters. So, Keanu Reeves is voicing Duke Kaboom. Uh, it is a 1970s toy based on Canada's Greatest Stuntman. So, it's kind of like an evil Knievel. Um, we have... Uh, uh, let's see here. Um, Christina Hendricks is voicing Gabby Gabby. A pull string toy from the 50s. Um, and Allie Mackey is going to be playing Giggle McDimples, which is a plastic doll from the 80s. Um, it's kind of like a, uh, kind of looks like one of those Fisher-Price people type thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, also we had a trailer for Toy Story 4. You want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I almost forgot about that. Uh, well, we kind of briefly talked about it the other day. Mm -hmm. We're a little... I mean, I'm a little concerned. I'd say apprehensive. Is that the right word? Yeah, I guess that's the word. And mostly because I'm kind of worried. I feel like Bo Peep's going to be, like, bad in a sense. I don't think she's going to be bad. I think she's going to be... She's going to want him to stay there and not go back, though. That's not bad, though. I don't think she's going to be a villain. I think it's just going to be one of those things where she kind of gets into Woody's ear, I guess, about maybe staying with her and not going back to um, Bonnie. Uh, she's kind of playing the, I would want to stay kind of like Stinky Pete role of, yeah. um, saying, you know, like, you know, we're, you know, cause I, there's a line in there where, uh, you know, he's trying to say, well, we got to get back to our person. And she says something about like, you know, why being a, you know, why do all of this for a child when you can have like all of this, you know, like and pointing right, to like the right. fair carnival thing. Um, so, I, I just, my worry for it is hopefully it doesn't, uh, it sounds, obviously they, they may have not even shown us everything. Some people think they've already seen the full movie just from the, um, from just the uh, trailer, right? But you, you, uh-huh. I think there's still some stuff they're saving in there. Um, because it almost feels like Toy Story 2, right? Where Woody 
is going to save. Uh, well, in, in this case, it doesn't look like he gets kidnapped. It just almost looks like he's, you know, trying to save Forky, right? And then he gets uh, kind of brought into this whole other story. And then, you know, like Buzz and the gang are like, okay, we got to go save Woody, right? And almost to the point where, like, Woody doesn't want to go with them. I'm hoping they just don't do all of that again, right? Right, right. Uh, because before they said they would only do Toy Story 4 if it was a new story they wanted to tell. If it's going to be the same story, then that's not interesting. Right, um, right. So hopefully that's just how the trailer makes it look. Um, you know, the animation looks beautiful. So, you know, that's always a plus. Um, the voice work is great. Um, Tony Hale voices Forky. Um, and uh, we got Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele as two of the characters as well, Ducky and Bunny. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see all the new toys and, and see how it goes. I just hope they don't follow the beats of Toy Story 4 too much. Uh, Toy Story 2 too much. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, alright, well, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much all we have for today. Um, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram at Allgaier Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures, and Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow the show on Facebook.com slash Behind the Dreams Podcast, Twitter at BT Disney Podcast, and uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's everything. So we are also on uh, Spotify now. We are on um, Stitcher and iTunes as well. So check us out there. Um, all right. Well, everybody have a good week, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Low battery. <laughs> See ya real soon.